Hello and welcome to Pedantic Hand Wavium, the podcast that tries to explain fictional words using science. I'm Simon. And I'm Jeff. So that like that lag right there was because I, I really, every single time I do our intro, and I was thinking about this the other day when I was taking out the trash, I, if you, did you ever see uh, homestarrunner.com? Were you a Homestar Runner child growing up? Uh, off and on. So there's a there's a, a short where they're like he's doing the intro to the website and he keeps on messing it up and mm-hmm. so one of the ones he's like welcome to the USS HomestarRunner.com <laughs> I'm your captain HomestarRunner and so every single time I I, I say that introduction I want to say welcome to PedanticCanWaveium.com <laughs> right I'm your captain Homestar Runner and really just conflate everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't physically stop here, so go ahead and try it out next time. It's true. You can't physically stop me. You could try. I mean, I guess you could just turn off your recording, because then I would also have to turn off my recording. Or else I would lose the time. Just be not synced up, yeah. yeah and that would be way too much of an issue to resync up. It's true. So that's a way you could, you could just you could stop this whole podcast right now, Jeff. You have control. I could. Yeah. You could be like, uh, you're like a union union leader. <laughs> like a union. Yeah, <laughs> I can turn off my recording and then just not tell you and then do it all again tomorrow. Yeah, just because you want to wanna talk to me so badly. You miss me so much. You wish I was yep. back living. All the way from that state you live in now. Yep. You just, you, you <laughs> wish you were in this state. You wish you were living whatever, like five miles from my apartment. <laughs> I have no idea how, how far you actually lived from my apartment. I'd say what was that far. What, from when you were in Ithaca yeah. or where you are now? Because it's quite a drive where you are <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, it's where I am in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was maybe a few miles. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't even think five, it's, ten it's five right. miles. If I were able to get to the closest airport and then fly to the Ithaca airport, I still think like the minimum amount of time it would take for me to get from my house to yours would be like eight hours. Probably depends on. Uh, no, I could uh, I could do that. What what the airlines are doing? Yeah, that's true. Maybe not now. <clears throat> now that there's a pandemic. Maybe. Yeah, you know the best time know. to fly. Anyway, sorry. That was just a little little <laughs> side. Today we're gonna do in honor of us doing, excuse me, our D and D episode, uh, which finally got released because uh, probably because I have been just really busy lately, and I think Jeff has also been really busy lately. So we're recording this episode really late in the week. <laughs> <laughs> I may have also low key not released that episode yet, waiting for a situation like this to happen to buy us a little bit of time. What's really annoying is that we were like a, we we got a week ahead of schedule before this, and then it and then immediately <laughs> did nothing with all that breathing room. <laughs> well, we yeah, well, we maintained it for like two episodes, and then we were like, this is really hard. <laughs> Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna try and explain the things I created, not really thinking about the ram, ram wait ramifications. I almost said ramipercussions. That is not a <laughs> word. Not thinking of the ramipercussions of of what we were actually what I was actually creating. I didn't or what I was asking people to create. I really didn't think about it. I was just like. <laughs> This is a D&D campaign. So just like every other thing we cover in, in this <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Really not trying. I mean, except for the Star Wars and the Battlestar Galactica episodes. 
Yeah. Yeah. Every, the, the bad episodes. Yeah, yeah. Every other good episode we have <laughs> this podcast. Oh, well, mediocre. I don't think we've quite reached good yet. We're still, uh, I think we have plenty of passable episodes. Yeah, I I've mean, received positive feedback on, on a few ups. Yeah, we have like a, a, I would say we have a, a baseline that's solid. And maybe, you know, maybe we break that baseline sometimes. Maybe we don't. It's kind of like that Israeli fighter pilot experience or experiment. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, no, not at all. It's fine. That's my favorite thing to bring up in conversation. <laughs> it's a very good experiment. Just to lord it over people, yeah. or are you just making something up so no and helping no one calls you out on it? Because I do that sometimes. No, it's a it's a real experiment. It's the experiment where they they like randomized the feedback they gave to Israeli fighter pilots, just and then saw like how they performed in their next couple of missions, as they like repeatedly huh. got either That's criticism or like like praise. Or some people just they yeah. just didn't talk to him at all, and it actually it has your criticism of someone has no bearing on their ability to do their job. <laughs> what the, the all right the biggest bearing on so criticize away everybody. Oh, or, or, well, don't criticize away because there's no reason to. You're just you're just being mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like you just you just get pulled towards your mean. So like as you do, mm-hmm. you just you you bounce around. Your your mean and your mean slowly rises as you increase in skill, and that's that's how you do job performance. And that's the hard part for us is that skill. Yeah, yeah, it's increasing our mean. I think we are. We definitely sound clearer. I shout a little bit less as I blow out my mic doing that. <laughs> right. Well, that's gonna be fun to listen to afterwards. Anyway, yeah. So we're doing our episode, our our D D episode, just to recap. The the players who were Jeff, my it's me. my girlfriend Ashley. It'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see if she listens to the episode because she has never listened to an episode of ours before. <laughs> oh, she's not. She's never finished an episode of ours before. She's listened. Yeah, to I think what was the criticism or the feedback she gave you uh, is that you just kind of like shout me down all the time. Yeah, that I'm just mean to you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just our dynamic. She knows that. Yeah, but she doesn't. She thinks that I shout down everyone, and I just get enthusiastic. I'm a very enthusiastic mm-hmm. person. You're very excitable. Oh yeah, it balances me out. Yeah, she is. She hates being around my family because everyone in my family is kind of like me. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just get the more of us you get in a room together, the worse it is. <laughs> um. Yeah, so it was it was her, and then it was our DM Rick. Excuse me, and my brother. I was about to say my brother Simon. I'm having a tough time today. <laughs> You're your brother Simon. I am my brother Simon. My brother Simon. My brother Eli. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I did not realize. Been a long day, huh? How burned out I was. Yeah, <laughs> I, I only did like five hours of work today. It was just long. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was that was the fun thing we did. And I was the DM for it. I just did a really simple, simple... <laughs> Plot that we all just, did just wrong? Just ignored completely, which I, I really should have just <laughs> expected. I really... I Every time I play with Ashley, she just destroys all, everything that I put together. Because she knows <laughs> me too well. <laughs> yeah. 
and so the 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 plot was that everyone was a mascot for a uh, breakfast company called Universal Crunch, owned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can't I can't even say the name without <laughs> laughing because it's such a good name. I was so proud of coming up with that. Owned by. A... Do, do you want me to to take point <laughs> yeah, on the yeah, name, you can... or do you think you're going to get the giggle fits again? How about you just explain the plot because it's my plot, and I feel like it's a little bit of like. A... Oh man, you assume I <laughs> remember, remember what most did. of it. Um, I mostly remember that you had a plan on how to do it, and then we did exactly not that. It's a company called the Universal Crunch. Owned by a man named Ronald Crunch. And hey, you did it. He did it. It's such a good name. Anyway, and his son, <laughs> Reggie Crunch, was going to be like the prospective inheritor of it. And Reggie Crunch didn't like these like sentient mascots that were just kind of sucking company resources, while Ronald Crunch thought mm-hmm. it was unethical to kill creatures he had created out of sentience. Ronald Crunch right. uh, ends up in the hospital you know i guess i probably don't need to explain this because you probably just listened to it or you skipped it because it was too <laughs> like long. maybe a couple days ago <laughs> yeah but but ronald crunch is is in the hospital reggie crunch is kind of taking over the company and and uh our our intrepid heroes get uh get warned uh accidentally to leave <laughs> accidentally yeah and and so they try and make a deal with a, a shady shady character and and hijinks ensue. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So I guess we should put a disclaimer on this. They should probably it's it's got spoilers. This might be the first time we're actually spoiling something <laughs> that we actually know the plot of of what we're talking about. Well, yeah. Also, I think most of the stuff we do is so old by the time that we're doing it that like we've never done something that's been like oh, it's like past the uh uh like expiration date of when yeah, you the, have to say that there are spoilers yeah the 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 was it called the rosenthal circumference i don't know i believe the rosenthal con- con- uh, circumference that's not what it is that's rosenthal circumcision <laughs> close i might be completely, almost the same thing oh uh, i was completely wrong about that i thought it was the the circumference at which a star becomes a black hole okay uh, i also don't know what that is offhand God, Jeff, just like I have mentioned it so many times to you, because I think it'd be really cool to create miniaturized black holes and then suspend them with their own gravity. Right. I also <laughs> seldom listen to the words you say. Well, that is very apparent because you can't even remember like the basic plot <laughs> to a three-hour-long campaign we did together. I gotta. If I'm going to be shouting this much, I gotta turn down my mic. I am. <laughs> this is this is embarrassing and i gotta be quiet I... it's, it's embarrassing i'm really sticking to character and doing the same thing i do every other week yes character that's what i'm sticking to that good old <laughs> character just that mean loud idiot who doesn't know science uh also i have a new roommate and i don't want him to think that i'm a psychopath because i already got drunk once this week and was shouting into my computer <laughs> <laughs> good yeah good yeah oh man what was i okay so so everyone designed their own characters uh and i'm gonna put up 
the uh, the pictures that we have from the two pictures we have on Twitter. So the first one is um, is my mm-hmm. girlfriend's character, Sparky, Sugar Blast. Yep. Now, okay, so actually, maybe I was maybe I really just jumped into this. Uh well, no, you know what I, you know what I, I gotta stop. I gotta stop worrying about explaining future things. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 you know twenty minutes from now, Simon. Current Simon is wondering what how Sparky worked. So Sparky was described as a uh, it was really just a ball of energy. Yeah. Let me see if I can find the. Oh, I have no description, Sparky. I do have a picture though. Yeah, we have a picture of it. Yes, it's just a colorful ball of energy. Yep, that sounds right. Its descriptions are bright and volatile, uh, and it does seem like it's it's made of electricity. She is made of electricity. I think I refer to it as a she. I don't think it has a gender. So they being a ball of kind of electricity. Yeah, yeah. I guess actually, kind of going into this for sake of explanation. Um, each of the characters had kind of like back of the envelope, like D and D stats, and also three descriptors for them, and three powers. Yes, um, and those kind of informed what the characters were capable of doing. Yeah. So here is what I was worried about. I'm also worried about like how do you create, how do you add sentience to a ball of electricity? Um. And and I do believe I did not put a cap on the amount of electricity that Sparky can harness. <laughs> True. Um, would it necessarily be that the entirety of Sparky is just like congealed electricity, or is it like centered around like a little little brain that it has? I think I think centered around a brain is completely reasonable because Sparky does have eyes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they would have to process that that input somewhere. Well, that plus also senses, yes. Plus that I feel like it's so we know it's not just electricity. We know there's something else that exists in the electricity. There's um, two eyes and a brain. There's two eyes and a brain. And I guess I'm not because <laughs> I guess she does talk. I'm going to keep on referring to her as a she because she is played by Ashley, and I think I refer right. to her as a she. Mm-hmm. I think Ashley did too. But it, like, so I mean, I feel like a brain is a really gen. I this is a weird thing to say, but I feel like a brain is a really general term in science fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what do we consider? Like, do we think mm-hmm. that she's like, ooh, ooh, here's something we haven't considered. Mm-hmm. Do we think that Sparky is like, like, kind of like silica? Like, she's she's like a processor. Okay. And the electricity that's like around her and surrounding her is like the, uh, uh, like her innate electrical charge that like a piezoelectric has or something like that. Mm-hmm. And... And maybe that's what she's powered by. Like, think like she has like a processor in her mm-hmm. and her like stored fat reserves or energy reserves are the electricity that's surrounding her. Okay. Yeah. I think that kind of tracks uh, in that 
Um, they were able to, like, steal electricity from other things and just, like, eat it and then, like, expend it to, like, you know, do their own thing and also to power other stuff, right? Yes. Yes. So, so we'll get to that. But, yes, Sparky notably uh, is able to tap into the electrical systems of the facility she's in or they're in and shut, shut it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's also able to power the city minivan's uh, headlights. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Which actually was, I thought, a, a pretty clever um, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Uh, solution. Yeah, okay, I like that. Mm-hmm. So it's more like, it's just like uh, a big old ball of static electricity rather than being, uh, and it's just like stored. By stored, I mean, like, by static, I mean stored. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, but then how, why does it fly? Does she, does, do they fly? I'm going, I'm going all over the place. I love my you just struggling, <laughs> going back and forth. <laughs> Normally I'm not this bad. It's something about. About it being about, made and played by your girlfriend. Yeah, that is making it very difficult. <laughs> uh-huh, I'd imagine. How's it fly? Uh I mean, I guess the easy answer would be electromagnetism. I mean, like, magnets don't fly. <laughs> Jeff, you do realize that <laughs> magnets don't fly, right? <laughs> like, I know we make just a lot of need bold more, Just needs more electro for that magnetism <laughs> to make them fly. Well, yeah, I guess so. I'm just trying to think, like... So the, the other thing she has is a, is a power called telekinesis. Mm-hmm. So it seems like... So so, what if it's like you know what I like this idea. I I, I kind of have this idea of like maybe it's like ionizing the air around it, and and mm-hmm. okay by doing that it changes kind of like the density of it. So it's got like a constant updraft around it. Okay, yeah, I can I can see that. And then that's how more or less the telekinesis is working. Also, yeah, and maybe just projects that out. Yeah, and also maybe that's like the coolant for it too. Like it uses the air currents of it of it levitating to like blow air through. Oh, so it doesn't just immediately overheat. <laughs> yeah, so it just melts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I like this. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that explains a few uh, uh, difficulties with its existence. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's you mean it's non-existence because it's a fictional character. You, know, uh, you gotta really get into the the idea and the world. Uh, they're all definitely real characters. <laughs> they're all, this definitely really. You happened. were there. You played several of them. <laughs> it's true. I played most of the characters in this. <laughs> I was so many people. Do you think? Do you think people who have like dis- and you still haven't recovered? I still haven't recovered. Do you think people who have like dissociative disorders dislike playing Dungeons and Dragons or really like playing Dungeons and Dragons? Uh, could depend on the person, I guess. Yeah, I guess I should be making blanket statements about people. You know, thanks, Jeff. <laughs> I wasn't... You know, I mean, yeah, I was going to say, I don't mean to call you out <laughs> on it, but, uh... <laughs> cool. So the next one is going to be a character called the Cine Minivan, which is a god... Or was it the Cine Minivan, or was it the Cine Minivan? Cine Minivan, I, I think. I think it was the Cine Minivan, yeah. Yes. Because Eli was very specific about 
how it was spelled <laughs> and pronounced. So we have uh, an issue here, which is uh, he seems like he has. He's okay. So quick description. Uh huh. It is again an it. I'm going to call it a he, because I think I just, it's played by your brother, by and brother. you can't disassociate those characters. Yeah, those the character of my brother, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's a it's a it's mascot for a cinnamon like no sugar flavored oh, yeah <laughs> uh, cereal <laughs> that was was car themed mm-hmm. and it had like a like a voice like this and it, <laughs> and it had a mouth i remember that the front fender was the mouth it had eyes yep. that were the headlights and it was i remember a vw bus or no it was a was it a mercedes bus uh, you know i don't remember what like make and model it was. I, 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 oh, no, it wasn't. It was, Eli gave a really specific one, and I remember it just had wood paneling around the outside. That's all I remember about it. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. But it also had things like, it had prehensile tires, and and it was slightly smaller to accommodate its, like, biology. Mm-hmm. So, what do we think? Possess is such a strange word. Uh, what's the word for like, like a Frankenstein isn't possessed. He's animated. What do you think is animating this abomination that has a really cute cheeks, by the way? (laughs) I feel like the hopes and dreams of children would be what animates this particular, well, uh, creature. I, I think if we are... Sticking to the lore that I forced into the campaign, it <laughs> it is rock and roll from the seventies and eighties. Uh, yes, and 60s. actually, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. that's true. <laughs> but like, so do we think that this is like? So I guess the issue is: do we think that this is completely biologic, or do we think it has? Yeah, I forget. Like what? Did it run on gas or did it eat food? It was never explained. <laughs> I think it doesn't eat food. I'm gonna assume it eats food. Okay, so you think it's? Because I just really like the image of a car eating out of like a bowl of kibble. It's <laughs> just like being fed. <laughs> okay. Okay, so you think it's wholly biologic? I think so. So, um, so. I can text Eli and see what he says. Yeah, we'll see. You should do that. But while we're waiting for his response, which may be several days from now, and maybe I'll have to throw yep. it in, is he covered in skin? Uh, I don't think he was. I think he was metal. I think because he had to go through the jungle. So I'm going to say he was covered in metal. Right. Yes. So he, you think he just had like biologic insides, but had a yes. That's what that's kind of what I had in mind. Uh, but had a metal exterior. Do you, are his tires made of rubber? Uh, I think so. Okay, 
that's it's such a creepy thing to think about because like like a weird mashup between it yeah uh-huh yeah yeah that's exactly why i kind of regret <laughs> kind of couching it as biological now <laughs> You really got to be like, oh, it's just a robot, guys. It's just a robot. <laughs> okay, so we think that this is a this is a creature who who was created essentially just like in the in the shell of a of a van. Yes. Mm-hmm. So maybe like the the creation of this creature was like a. Um, What's the word? Like, like almost like a hermit crab. Yeah, I I can see that. Not necessarily like a hermit crab where it can like leave it trade shop. out car bodies, but it could just be like, it, um, like a mass of cells that then like grew into a car and like fused with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then the question I have is: to create the prehensile tires, do we think that it has like? chest muscles and then it's like on all fours and then it can like pick up its chest muscles to like move its move its tires yeah i hadn't considered that aspect of it because what i'm wondering is if you were to get underneath the cinema minivan is Is it just like flesh (laughs) under there yeah is it just like (laughs) yeah that's what i was trying to (laughs) desperately trying not to consider i would think Oh, man, that just makes it even worse because there was a part where my character picked it up and just, like, ran it through the forest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is really unsettling to me. Yeah. In retrospect. <laughs> you just, like, you didn't know it, but your hands were just, like, sinking in the muscle. <laughs> just just raw, beating muscle. You know, I, I don't think, actually, you know what? I'm, I'm also, I'm gonna, you know what? That's my fault. Maybe it's not muscle. Who says that this is like a mass of cells? So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. What if this mass of cells isn't like human gross insides? What if it's more? It's like kind of gross human outsides. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit less gross human outsides. Right. And and so maybe it's more like, because like, let's assume that, let's assume that the mass of cells that it grows from are homogenous. Like there's no like differenti- mm-hmm. differentiation. So okay. so it's more just like it has the ability to cr- uh, uh, contract and expand specific parts of it to like ambulate, mm-hmm. but that's it. So it's like a uh, octopus, more like not like a human being. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, that part makes more sense than how you described it, which, like, you kind of described it like a slime mold that took over a car. I'm kind of describing it as a slime mold that takes over a car, but, like, a slime mold that can move around. like Right, like a slime mold. Yeah, like a slime mold. Wait, can slime molds move? Uh, I think so. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I thought I was going to... I mean, I don't, like, I'm not 100% sure. I assume that if they can, it would be kind of, like, just pushing everything through appendages in one direction and then retracting from behind i mean yeah it would be like um or just growing towards food that way i guess steve mcqueen in uh uh what's that movie called the thing the thing is that the one with the big old slimy thing uh i don't remember if it was slimy Ah, but it was like gooey oozy 
maybe. I thought it was like looked like it was mostly made up of like gross bone chunks. Uh, maybe. I I uh, haven't seen the thing in a long time, and it's a black and white film, and it's very hard to differentiate uh, <laughs> objects. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, so I, I, I like this idea. I think that this is a good kind of... but like So its eyes are just like... It has the ability probably to like take in sensory data from some kind of internal... Like, how does it... How does it... How does it see then? Yeah. Because um... I can see how it could talk. Like, vibration is something that like is possible. It could... It could, it could mm-hmm. make... It could make noises. Right, and, like and then just cord kind of with enough practice would be able to emulate kind of speech as best as it can, I guess. Yeah, and that's probably why it talks like it does. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... <laughs> but it's eyeballs. Okay, yeah, that is... The, the vibrating is what gives it the kind of silly, high-pitched kind of voice. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I have an idea for the eyes, actually. Uh, I, what if, okay. what if, what if the entire, what if all the cells, sorry for the stuttering, what if all the cells are photosensitive? Um, kind of in the same way that like human skin cells are photosensitive, mm-hmm. like it just increases the pigment in our skin, but the pigment in the, in the cells themselves actually is like receptors, like, like, uh, like cones and rods so that. Uh, when it has the openings for the headlights, that's the only place where like light consistently comes in. Okay. And so that's the area that it's grown the most of those pigments. I can see that. Yeah, that gives it like a a fitness advantage to grow in that way. I guess. Yeah, and that way it can adapt to whatever body it's supposed to be growing inside of. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is just how. So the one of the things I wanted to get on is like, what? How are they creating these guys? And maybe that's like something we should throw away. It's a pretty good explanation. Like, they just create this one kind of slime mold, and then they just kind of grow it inside of husks to create their kind of inorganic uh, mascots. Yeah, I can I can see that as an explanation for for the terrifying organic and machine hybrid. You know, you say he's uh, terrifying. Type. I think he's kind of cute. He's got a pretty cute face. I like, yeah, he was pretty cute until I considered that there was flesh underneath of it. Hey, man, I, I don't, I don't know if Buff Biffman has, has lived any differently. Maybe to him, that's like kind of sensual. I mean, I don't know. I didn't ask. You didn't ask the character that you were playing. Yes, that's true. Because uh, <clears throat> the character, I hadn't considered that possibility either at the time. Maybe that's now and now he's gonna consider it now that he's in the real world listening to this podcast about himself. <laughs> <laughs> and and just so we can say it, we're like Buff Biffman, we've already talked about this before the podcast. Yeah, it's Biff Buffman. It's it, No it's not, it's Biff Buffman. Yeah, Biff Buffman. You said Buff Biffman. You know what? It's... That's a different character <laughs> than I have, Simon. Stop <laughs> conflating the two. You create very confusing characters. He is the, uh, uh, we decided that he needed no scientific explanation because he's literally just a guy who lives all day. He's just a very strong man. They, they didn't create a new person. They just essentially stole a baby and gave him dumbbells. And right. I think the only, the main thing that you would need to explain for Biff Buffman is the, 
uh, how he always has old timey dumbbells just like in his hands whenever he needs or wants them. I mean, that's because I do remember one instance that there was a trail of dumbbells, so he's able to just <laughs> create them out of nothing. No, why did I do this? Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, maybe. What about this? Maybe they tried to create a human. Maybe they were like experimenting and they were like, you know what? If we can create a ball of electricity or a very small rat or a. How hard can it be to make a human? Yeah, an ambulating minivan. How how hard? And it turned out to be very difficult. And it's kind of like mm-hmm. it's kind of like monkeys on typewriters. And just it happened that the <laughs> like they got most of the way there except for can generate dumbbells. Yeah, yeah. Well, kind of. I I I want. I was gonna say it's more like they got to the point where it's like the synthesis of iron in his body, and instead of like going entirely to hemoglobin, it also makes dumbbells. <laughs> and and maybe he's not he's pooping them out. Like maybe it's like an excretor ex excreta like Okay. Yeah. So he, like because yeah. he's just glistening in sweat all the time, he can uh like wipe the sweat off into the shape of a dumbbell. Well, I was saying he was pooping the dumbbell. Yeah, I was trying to avoid the pooping one because that means he just like <laughs> is power pooping while juggling dumbbells. <laughs> Jeff, I'm not the one to create the character. You are. <laughs> My character's all made sense. Uh, I don't not. know that. But uh I can lean into the power pooping dumbbells explanation. Yeah. And, and he's not powerful. Like, that's just, it. it's how he explains, like, the flourish for when he's juggling them. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's going behind my back, and I'm making more. Yeah, and I don't think he's, I don't think it's power pooping. I think he's got, I mean, he's, he's probably made for it, so it's probably not difficult for him to poop out dumbbells. He might even have, like, a, oh, a right. different... Um, a separate, like, valve for dumbbells. That's a good word. That's a good word for it. A, a separate valve for dumbbells. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, those human valves. <laughs> and you know how uh, Octopi kind of have like, back on... all of their things in one place? It's because they got all their valves just right there in one place. You got their your your C valves, your smell valves, your Yeah, yeah. You get it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what were you gonna say? The cinnamon van, according to Eli, runs on cinnamon. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that that's fine. I think I think I think that has more to do with like they want to keep the uh smell and the taste and the look consistent of yeah of the cinnamon van uh yeah there mm-hmm. like they want it to be cinnamon colored they want them to be cinnamon smelling and they want them to be maybe taste like cinnamon I don't know uh I could he might <laughs> who's to say yeah. Uh, so that's what I'm gonna say. So he does. He is organic. He definitely is organic, and that's yeah. With that, it would insane. definitely be organic. And he's like just like a koala. Like he lives off of one plant. That's really <laughs> not full of a lot of nutrients. Right. <laughs> Probably sleeps a lot. I I did just realize we did just open up kind of a can of worms. Being like, could you kill and eat the cinnamon? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you would have to like. 
butcher out the meaty parts. But you could you yes. do it? It'd be like kill. Uh, sorry, this is something I find uh, horrific because I love them. But it would be like a turtle or a clam. I don't like clams. I do like turtles. Where you have to like <laughs> boil out the insides, right? And make a stew. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I wish. We had never started. You didn't have to consider eating your brother's creations. Uh, yeah, definitely. Anyway, uh, so I guess the last character we have to explain, and I like it that we're explaining the things that are not me, is a character named Gino. Right. Who, if uh, was a people-sized mouse? A people-sized mouse. With amphetamines. With yes, so he had he was a, a a mouse that was like created to fight the uh, to be like a- anti marketing for GMOs against GMOs. Wait, for GMOs. So he was against the against GMO people, and they were like, right. "Look at the incredible things that GMOs can do. We made this mouse, like you do." <laughs> Rick, being the very the clever clever guy he is, decided to give Gino a bunch of phrases. One of them is GMO stands for great meal, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Well, can I say, like, it was maybe, like, halfway through the game I realized the joke of the cereal Rice Krispers. Yes. (laughs) It was, like, halfway through and I had to, like, suppress the sound of me realizing the joke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like that's clever. I like that a lot. <laughs> he, uh, Rick did a great job with this. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, but and, much more thought out character than Biff Buffman. Oh yeah, well he yeah, he actually had like, had his character the the day I was like, hey, you guys want to do this? <laughs> and he just he had like he just had it like stock ready to go. Yeah, so he had like two weeks to just build into the character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so he had three serums that were his powers. He didn't have actually... Uh, surprisingly, for being a human mouse, he had no powers. <laughs> right. He did, however, just have, like, syringes full of... Sorry, he had three syringes. One that mm-hmm. was an intelligence serum, one that was an endurance serum, and one that was strength serum. And they were all mm-hmm. specific drugs. Intelligence was amphetamines. <laughs> uh, endurance was psilocybin. Uh, and strength was anabolic steroids. Yep. <laughs> so the question is, I think he gave he gave amphetamines to the bull, and it caused the bull to get high and go yes. and crazy. Language. You want to give that a second uh, pass? Or you're gonna bleep it. No, I'm gonna uh, and go really crazy. There you go. <laughs> Uh, maybe I'll bleep it in and leave me try struggling to come over the. Yeah, that's what I hope for. <laughs> like low key, that is my hope. Be like, this is this is Simon's uh, entire vocabulary is just just words. <laughs> you might tell from that D and D episode we released, yeah. and then had to make Simon do a second pass <laughs> that was cleaner. I think actually we didn't do a second pass. I think I just bleeped it all out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who's to say? Also, I'm sorry if I didn't bleep out all the swear words. I uh, I get into character. <laughs> there were a lot of them, and Simon tried his best. Yeah. I am bad at uh, both not swearing and editing audio. So, 
kind of kind of not in my wheelhouse there um <laughs> also also i think it is described that the mouse is not actually that smart although he is made to look smart right so what did, i do remember that as well so what do we think gino is As a good long silence that I'm also going to keep inside there. <laughs> Is a actual person with mouse DNA injected into them? Okay. So we're thinking like a CRISPR style kind of virus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Takes over the body and, and just and just covers it in uh, maybe not mouse DNA. Oh, here's a question. Or an idea. Right. Instead of mouse DNA, maybe what it does is just kind of work on the on the existing DNA in the human body to make the human mm-hmm. look more mouse like. So like it Uh I mean that works too. Just because I feel like, like definitely. I feel like if I like if I like, you know, cut the dna you know i have a very yeah. small scalpel a very precise scalpel and i cut the dna out of a mouse and then i, uh-huh. I cut the dna out of a person and i put the mouse dna uh-huh. in the person you, you follow me yeah mm-hmm. the person does not that's turn how into scalpels a, work <laughs> that's how scalpels work that's what scalpels <laughs> are used for the person doesn't turn into a, a mouse oh i mean i'm saying this was from like fetal development oh like oh oh oh. like in vivo in vitro rather like start to end modified person okay i like it and i i I think it actually we can kind of merge the two of them so maybe it's like a combination of the two because if it's if it's in vitro what you can do is like stop the development at a certain point in time Mm -hmm. so maybe it stopped it earlier when it was still kind of like like between lizard and human phase Mm -hmm. and that's why he's an idiot (laughs) (laughs) not to say that so i actually should not to say that preemie babies are idiots they do become fully developed humans but if you had Mm -hmm. a baby that perhaps was genetically engineered to become a rat it would have the intelligence of somewhere between a rat and a human (laughs) Right, that's what I'm and it saying. definitely didn't receive like any appropriate. Yeah, we have no idea. Like it wasn't raised well. <laughs> yeah, like we have no. Idea. It was raised like in just a lab in an underground facility. Yeah, there's no. We saw <laughs> so it didn't no... have like the social structure to really help support him. Yeah, no educational system. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, probably pretty good healthcare, but I mean that only goes so far in helping your, you know. Your IQ score. <laughs> yeah, good health care, but probably bad bedside manner. <laughs> yes, yes. Only the most callous doctors can make mouse people. Yeah, from this is like human eugenics kind of thing. You know, this is a really unethical. Mm-hmm. You know, I was trying to make Ronald Crunch. Oh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's nothing ethical about this aside from realizing that maybe we shouldn't euthanize all of them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think well, at least he's got that. So he's not Hitler. He's he's more like, right? Uh, like eugenics era America, where he's like, let's not kill them, but let's just castrate them and then lock them up. 
Yeah, it's a much better <laughs> alternative. <laughs> uh, I also like the the pitch slogan of prokaryot, probiotic, pro science, pro your body. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put these pitch slogans in, in Twitter so you guys can see them all. But they're very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I just like bulky appearance for a rat. <laughs> Cool. So now we got the characters down, um, and we got ten more minutes left in the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna leave this up to you, Jeff. Uh, do you want to talk about Gary the Grapefruit, who is the mobster grapefruit, the right. the drug sweat that he creates, mm-hmm. the unseen horror, which is a monster of darkness and well horror, fear. <laughs> how the how you get a jungle growing underground without i assume uv lights because no one has a tan or no one has a sunburn so yeah you get to choose between those those four things i think the people would be most interested in learning about the unseen horror the unseen horror okay yeah well he's a really nice guy uh he's just he's just got a bad lot in life uh you know He's just misunderstood. Yeah, he's just misunderstood. He's he's an unseen horror. He's 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 unseen. <laughs> he's trying his best. Yeah, I mean, like if you had spent your life being unseen, if like, no one paid attention to you, all they said was just you're you're horror. You're you're really scary. It would right. also drive people insane and cause them to kill each other. <laughs> uh, so here's the question. Mm-hmm. So the question is, what is the unseen horror? So all we know about the unseen horror is uh, is that he was created as part of like the the fantasy version what of was the, like the the monsters Halloween yeah yeah the Halloween and someone was like you know it'd be really funny if we created like the ultimate killing machine that drove people insane <laughs> as like a mascot hilarious. You know? <laughs> You know how, like, you have those mascots, Freddy and Jason, and what's his name from the Silence of the Lambs? Good old Freddy, Jason, and what's his name? Hannibal is the name I was thinking of. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Why not have a monster that has an indeterminate shape? So here's the thing. Here's, so, the unseen horror, I believe I described as just, like, a black pool that yes, that can that form like sometimes corporeal right. shapes mm-hmm. but they're kind of fuzzy so do we think that the unseen horror is actually unseen like like do we think it's <sighs> is it that it's actually unseen or is it that it like messes with the psyche of the viewer yes yes or is it yeah? So like, is it so horrific that it that it's like almost like like the the human mind rejects what's it what it's seeing? Yeah, I lean towards that. I like that. That it's the human mind. It's just like this is unfathomable. Okay, I like that. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's also why it it when it like shuts off the light and kind of blankets the the scientists in darkness? And caused them to just kind of go crazy and die. And I think in my mind, I had them killing each other. Do we think that that tracks? That that's just because yeah, like like there's just 
so like like their brain can't reject it so their brain just loses oh like it. how it kills people is like it just grabs them by the face and forces them to look yeah it, it's around it completely surrounds their world and inhabits their world mm-hmm. um i like that so the question is yeah why does the cine minivans lights once they're super powered penetrate the darkness yeah penetrate the darkness Maybe it just is also made of, like, Vanta Black or something. Or, like, that's the color that it is. Hmm. I feel like if it was, it wouldn't be that scary. I feel like it needs to be, like, <sighs> all colors at once. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. That I know that's uh, kind of hard to visualize and think about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I'm Well, like, I mean, it depends on which explanation for color you're going with but it like is or it is the opposite of that to be black yeah okay okay so i was thinking more like so you think it actually is the color black right okay but then even if it was the color black why wouldn't i mean it has to have some kind of corporeal form Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. unless it Unless it doesn't have a corporeal form. What if, you know, throwing out the idea here, the unseen horror doesn't, like, actually exist? Like, And it's just, like, a gas that fills a room? Or, or not even that it's, like, a gas that fills a room. I was thinking more like, it's just, like... It's like Freddy Krueger. It's like, or like, uh, or like the uh, the dancing plague. It's like a psychological disease. It's just like a mimetic sort of virus that you get. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And and so when they uh, the cinema minivan when it powers up its 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 lights, it's not that it mm-hmm. is actually piercing the darkness, but what it is doing is it's creating a certain amount of psychological certainty and uh, uh, safety. For the other members okay. to walk through. Okay, I can buy that tentatively. Like, it, well, it's got to be permanently because we're at the end of the podcast. All right. Well, I mean, I was just going to let you cut it off at the end and leave it as tentative and just, forever and, and never explain. Um, it. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, what's your um, what's your issue with that? I don't know how to verbalize the issue with it. It just kind of sits weird. Like, I like the idea of it, I guess. So what if it's like, well, well... The problem would be, like, it... Like, it's real and is a thing to all the mascots and the scientists because they have the, like, cultural kind of understanding that that's what the Unseen Horror is. But then once you get outside of the facility then like no one would know of it to know that like it's supposed to be that terrifying hmm. so so what if we kind of do like uh like a middle middle of the road argument where it's like um it, it's like a disease it is like an actual virus mm-hmm. that or ooh, i have an idea what if it's not a virus what if it's like a like a fungi or a mold like psilocybin that that causes like hallucinations okay. And so okay, I can see that. Yeah, so that's what it, and that's what it, what what the unseen, the all it is doing is just it's increasing your like your fear, uh, mm-hmm. like your serotonin levels to such a high level, 
and your adrenaline levels at such a high level that you just lose control. Um, and so mm-hmm. when you when the mascots see them in the facility, they're getting very low doses of it, so they can see the darkness that is the cloud of spores, but they can't right. see like the the um, they don't they don't have the horrible effects of it. Like they don't get don't go don't go crazy. Mm-hmm. And that way, it also affects. Or like side of kind of ow, like kind of that idea where it might just be like they are like it is spores that is the black color and they are light sensitive yeah so the the super powered lights are like deactivating or denaturing the spores so people can walk through yeah that makes sense i like that too cool and and so that is the that's the last thing we were gonna do everybody congratulations we're just never gonna address the other things because you know what? I think I did everything else perfect. There's no yep. problem. Everybody knows that uh, that mascot drug, mascot sweat, is a drug. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually thought that that was because obviously, clearly. I am going to quickly explain that one. Um, so the, the yeah, I feel like you actually had some backstory for that I, going into it. I did. And you might want to explain it. I, I figured that uh, the scientists making the mascots weren't like completely great at their job. And so the the, uh-huh. the certain mascots would like bleed human hormones out of their sweat. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so what you what they were taking in was just like really concentrated like endorphins and things like that. Mm-hmm. And the growing okay. jungle, I, like I just didn't think about until just now. I was like, I don't know how this works. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you're like. I don't know how they have a completely separate biome. Yeah, like. Maybe, I mean, they have genetic abilities. Maybe they just grow jungles that, that don't require UV light and they can work off of colored light. Maybe. Or maybe there's just, like, overhead UV bulbs that they switch out every couple of months. Or, like, that are just over the jungle. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. They're very light or something like that. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Anyway, thanks for listening, listener. Do Thanks for being here. Yeah, you. We appreciated you. Yeah. Sitting there. Or walking. Or, uh... Or working. Yeah, or lying down. Or cleaning your house. <laughs> or or lying down, staring at your ceiling, just facing the existential dread that is reality. Welcome to 2020. Yeah. It's gonna be a good year. <laughs> call to anyway. action. Yeah, call to action. So, our music is from Joe Sopcic, and we thank you for it. Uh, I need to ask... Thank you, Joe Sopcic, for your music. Yep, I need to ask him for his... more of his information. <laughs> Any information Any to include information. that I would love to include? I don't know if he's yeah. written music in a little while. Uh, he's pretty busy mm, at his fair. normal job. Also, you should follow us, and like us, and subscribe to us, and comment all of your podcasting um, just apps. Any podcasting app Except for Pod- one that you shouldn't use because we're not on it. Yeah, you shouldn't use Podbean. You should remove it from your phone, and you should <laughs> remove it from everyone else's phone. And, you know, maybe write them a letter. Be like, hey. And write them a letter after the fact. Hey, so I deleted this thing <laughs> off of your phone. <laughs> be like, hey, it's really difficult for my favorite podcast, Pedantic and Wavium, to... Uh, to to get on your platform because they don't have that much time to dedicate to it. So maybe 
uh, make your process because <laughs> they don't want to pay to be on a different list of podcasting like repositories. Yeah. So, but I mean, like, if you got any other ones, hey, we're there. We're we're right there on iTunes, guys. You can find us. We're there. Yeah, we're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. That's all anyone uses anyway. Yeah. Uh, or we're on apparently Stitcher's big. I think too. Yeah, we are on Stitcher, I believe. I think really what we got to get on is NPR One. <laughs> Just gotta land that <laughs> NPR gotta land uh, that contract. <laughs> that should be easy, right? I hate to say it, but that's probably my most commonly used podcast app. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, I don't hate to say I got it. Some good podcasts. What? They got some good podcasts. Yeah, because they're all like professional radio people who know how to do things like yeah. sign off and make sure. <laughs> and not have a 20-minute rambly call to action. I just thought it's part of the bit now. I think it is. I think people enjoy This is the part where they get to know us as people. <laughs> Which, I mean, it makes just makes you feel good. It makes you feel like you have a friend. It's a, it's a parasocial relationship you have with us. Don't worry. We all have parasocial relationships. I personally have one with a man named Brian David Gilbert. It's fine. I accept it. (laughs) (laughs) I think you got too specific. Uh, Maybe I did, but if my girlfriend makes it this far, she's going to be like, yeah, and that's why I gave you Brian David Gilbert and Unraveled (laughs) as your theme stocking this year. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... What's the, oh. pedanticandwavium.com yeah. that's our website go there give us show suggestions yeah you can also listen to us there if you really if you're just like I hate the big man you know I hate Apple and I hate someone who <laughs> I want to give these guys some clicks because uh, uh, they have the bandwidth for it <laughs> they definitely definitely have the bandwidth for it uh, yeah so I'd say that's our name our pedantic and wavium. And you just put .com after the end of it. Yep. Or you can go to PedanticHW after it. Uh, we are on Twitter at phandwavium.com. Excuse me. Uh, I will be putting I up uh, the pictures of the... Uh, there's a picture of Sparky that my girlfriend did. Uh, and it was the it's the first and only character sketch she's ever done. And Aww. then my my brother drew a picture of the cinema minivan. He does character sketches for literally everything. Uh, yeah, no, it's like really impressive. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's the, he's a DM for the same campaign with two different groups for me and Jeff, and uh, like everything is drawn out, and it's very good. If you guys would like, I could I could ask him to 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 see if I can have some of the stuff that I can put up and show you guys anything else yeah yeah send us show suggestions email us i think that's how we get most of our show suggestions also uh we get the mostly as feedback on the site or that too jeff knows because he does that stuff because i do the website he does the website he is our it manager he's our cft chief white cto that's, that's the, the one <laughs> bullet point that i have put on my resume from now on i am the cto of pedantic hand <laughs> and i would be the coo and we don't have a ceo because we're employee owned yeah <laughs> and by employee we mean uh 
<laughs> us who has free time sometimes to record. And a little bit of disposable income to maybe keep it running. Yep. Anyway, thanks. It's been like a 10 minute long outro. I think we did a good job. Yeah, I think that's uh, on par with how we normally do it. Yeah. So I would like to shout out to people who retweet our episode uh, twi- tweets when we release one. Uh, you guys are really helpful. Uh, we don't pay at all for advertising. So it is nice when people do that's respond true. to we us. We barely We do not have the pay money for servers. <laughs> I may have to end up actually paying for my school this year, so I'm like, gotta start, <laughs> gotta start clamping down on that. Oh, God. Yeah, now you did it again, huh? Yeah. Okay. Good night, guys. <laughs> Good night, everybody. We love you.